atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk radio Show. Talk Show. All right, this is a two-hour special broadcast, ladies and gentlemen. This is our two of two. This is the broadcast for September sixth in the year of our Lord, two thousand and nineteen. And the goal is to promote God, family, and country and to protect life, liberty, and property on your radio. You got four people in the roundtable, Sam Bushman, Kurt Crosby, your humble hosts. You got the good sheriff, Richard Mack, CSPA.org. He beat Bill Clinton to the Supreme Court, the only one to do so over a non-sexual matter. It was over gun rights, ladies and gentlemen. Ken Cromar and his poor wife and family abused by the IRS. Literal criminal government thugs running amok, getting commissions for stealing his property. They're profiteering on booty, if you will, kind of like the mafia. These rogue agents are out of control. Aaron Russo, Freedom to Fascism, the movie. Here's another soundbite to highlight what we're talking about today, second hour. Most people spend the great bulk of their money for taxes, interest, and inflation. And all of that money goes to these two groups that comprise the cartel and their partner, the federal government. It's not a coincidence. So if Congress used its legal authority to shut down the Federal Reserve System, the American people would be much better off. Government should create, issue, and circulate all the currency. Creating and issuing money is a supreme prerogative of government and its greatest creative opportunity. Adopting these principles will save the taxpayers immense sums of interest and money will cease to be the master and become the servant of humanity. Abraham Lincoln. Our young people today are conditioned from the, practically from the cradle on up to think that credit is a wonderful thing. You don't want to damage your credit. You want to do what you can so that you can go to the bank and get a good loan. There are no, no people who own their own property, who own their own houses, who own their own business, who finance their own business. They're only debtors. The average young person today has no concept that he's being drawn into a web, a trap. <coughs> like he's in the feudalist system, only he's going to like it. He's going to think, this is wonderful. I got my new red Corvette, and I'm in debt for the rest of my life, but I'm looking good. The decision was made. You know, let's get all the debt up, let's move the jobs abroad, and instead of re-engineering your skills, we're going to dumb down America, and so the middle class will disappear. Really what, uh, what most of the people in this country have become is uh, uh, food for the debt. There you have it, Ken. How do you like the Matrix, my friend? <laughs> we are in an alternate universe, aren't we? Sadly, uh, true, and I think the points are well made. And the bottom line is they have unlimited printing presses, as I mentioned last hour, uh, to go ahead and deceive. They've got a tax IRS court. You don't go to normal court. They've got their own courts. And you got to wonder why that is. And I think it's because uh, if it was normal court, then this information would come out and the American people would have called the halt to the con game a long time ago, Ken. Well, I'm... I'm trying to figure out why it is they're picking on me. I mean, I'm nobody. I'm not wealthy. I, I mean, if anybody saw us, they'd go, what? $1,053,000 is what they claim you owe? We're a very humble family, never had a new car. Uh, we're still trying to finish our home that we've owned for 28 years. I mean, come on. And so they're, so we're trying to figure that out. But let me let me back up in time to 2010. 
the IRS had actually come come at us back then, and we didn't even tell our family. We just dealt with it in the court, behind the scenes, and we're pleading our case. Long story short, at the end of this period of time, the Judge Kimball uh, was was uh, covering our case, and he said, in a in an order, he said, "You will cease and desist from filing your frivolous commentaries on my court." Well, remember, I'm representing myself pro se, meaning I'm. I represent myself. I don't have an attorney. I did my homework again, as I had to do each time, and I found out some information. And I, I filed an objection to the judge, which said, Judge, in essence, I'm, it was much more polite language, but this is what it said. Judge, you don't have authority to tell me what it is I can file and not file in my own defense. You are only an officer of the court. It's only the court clerk that can stop me from making my filings. Oh, and by the way, if you happen to have a CAFR account in your pension as a pension fund, you might be in a conflict of interest. So you should say, what is a CAFR account? I can't remember what the acronym is at this very moment, but what it is is where it's reportedly comprehensive annual financial report. Thank you. Um, what, what apparently, and they hide this really well, it's hard to find on the Internet, it's been scrubbed, but they get a commission or a kickback or an addition to their pension fund for each conviction. Hello? So what happened is, is once I sent that in, I'm going, oh, my gosh, are they going to come and arrest me? This is back in 2010, right? The very next letter I get and I open from the court with great nervousness, it has two sentences in it, such and such a case, dismissed. They dismissed my case back in 2010. We thought this thing was done and over. And yet they decided to come back and make these crazy claims. And I'm, I'm nobody. I am nobody. I'm a filmmaker. I just finished making a film. God, I worked on it for seven years called Miracles in God We Trust. It has Chris. Now, let me stop you there, though. Stop, yeah. stop, stop, stop. You say you're nobody. And Sam Bushman's a nobody, too, when it comes to financial wherewithal. Right. Yeah. However, um, you and I uh, have a unique similarity in yes. that we literally reject the status quo and yes. advocate for things like the promotion of God, family, family and country. And I do it in the media. Yes. And I got attacked back in the 90s by the IRS, the FCC and the USDA all at the same time. They literally took my house. They literally claimed I owed a bunch of money to the IRS, and they literally claimed that I intentionally violated FCC rules to run a broadcast facility, an AM radio station at the time. They attacked me with all three prongs. Okay, wow. and, and, and so now they're attacking you, and where nobody's on one hand. On the other hand, wait a minute, you did what film? Say that again? I, I've been working on a documentary. It's a passion project, uh, meaning that funding doesn't really exist. People have kindly chipped in here and there has done nothing to really keep us alive. And we've sacrificed a lot, seven years, to make this film called Miracles in God We Trust. You can find it on Amazon Prime, by the way. It's Miracles colon in God We Trust is how it pops up. It's free if you want to watch it. And who's it? I think America would be a passion project, right? Yeah, and that's that was the feeling. So Chris Ann Hall's in it, Kate Daly, uh, Timothy Ballard, um, Rabbi Daniel Lappin, oh my gosh, says some amazing things. Um, Senator Lee and others. Well, after seven years of working on this thing, we managed to get it out the door at 10 p.m. on a Monday night. And I was doing my first radio interview with with a local station to announce this film. I get 
this long, beautiful introduction of my film career, all the things I've done. And, I'm, and, I, and he says, now, Ken, tell us, why did you make this film? I open my mouth to answer the question, and surreal, right past my window walks a, a U.S. Marshal in full uh, flak jacket, rifle, the whole shebang, and I, my mouth is wide open, and I'm going, uh, I have a family emergency. I've got to get off the phone. I'll get back with you. And I had to cut out on my own first interview on this film, but we did get it out. The adversarial forces did not stop us. And that film is really, it has nothing to do with me, personally. It's all about America, the miracles that, that, that happened anciently, the miracles that happened during the founding of America, and the miracles that will be required to save this nation. All right, now let me stop you right there. If you want us to find it, just real quick, there's yes. a website, and it's called miraclesingodwetrust.com. We're taking donations in advance of the Blue Razor and be in my hands within just days, and we'll be shipping them out to anybody and everybody who's interested. So... MiraclesInGodWeTrust.com, and, um, and uh, gracious, we, we are now hiring an attorney and do need help. And, uh, and so if anybody cares to help in that regard, that would be much appreciated. All right. So I want to dovetail on this, Sheriff, and say I was attacked by the IRS, the FCC, and the USDA all at the same time. It almost made me homeless. I lost my house, had to move into an apartment, uh, I had to hire an attorney to deal with the FCC, had to hire uh, some people to deal with the USDA, had to hire some people to deal with the IRS. Okay, it cost me a bunch of money, and I about went broke and completely melted down, except for uh, I'm a little bit crazy. And so, you know, dealing with me that way is a little different than most people because I respond differently. (laughs) Nevertheless, I bring this all up, though, Sheriff, to say Lois Lerner over there at the IRS, literally they did kind of an expose about this, and Conservatives have been denied being able to get their permissions for their 501c3 or nonprofits. Conservatives have been attacked by the IRS over the decades, uh, and it all came out. And so Steve Stockman, former congressman of Texas, tried to hold Lois Lerner to account for her abuses. And what happened? Lois is free. Steve's in prison, Sheriff. Yeah, he is. And and I'm, I'm telling you right now that George Hansen's, the Steve Stockmans, the Ken Cromars, the Sam Bushmans, the Sam Gerards, uh, all of these people who have been abused by government, some imprisoned, uh, some losing everything that they ever were and ever hoped to be, uh, uh, their life's work. Uh, oh, yes, and the, the man who owned MC Printing. All I remember is his name's John. Uh, he owned MC Printing right there in Provo, uh, uh, just off of South State in the Industrial Parkway. Uh, the IRS went after him for 25 years. Well, you are but, but didn't he print your books? Yeah, sure, he printed all my books. <laughs> so that would be a good reason. Yeah, he's a nobody he too be. now, isn't he? There, he's on a list, baby. <laughs> yeah, well, he yeah he was probably on the domestic terrorist list. All right, quick pause. When we get back, we'll continue this discussion. The point is, Ken's taking the abuse right now, but it's about all of us, ladies and gentlemen. I got more in seconds. Even the Muslims are involved. (laughs) You don't believe me, huh? All right, hang tight. I'll give you the details in seconds. Kirk Crosby, Sheriff Richard Mack, Ken Cromar, and Sam Bushman on your radio. Do we reflect about our future and where we as a culture are moving? 
Do we keep our trust in our jobs, homes, money, life necessities, investments, stock markets? Do we believe that our 401ks or other retirements will always be there and that the current economic order will recover? Is the economy going to recover and life return to normal? It ain't gonna happen. By a friend of Medjugorje, whether you are poor, middle class, or rich, it ain't gonna happen. A book of astounding revelations about the present economic order and where we are heading. It ain't gonna happen by a friend of Medjugorje. To order, visit medj.com, spelled M-E-J.com, or call Caritas in the U.S. 205-672-2000 why don't we say to the government writ large that they have to spend a little bit less anybody ever had less money this year than you had last anybody better have a one percent pay cut you deal with it. That's what government needs, a 1% pay cut. If you take a 1% pay cut across the board, you have more than enough money to actually pay for the disaster relief. But nobody's going to do that because they're fiscally irresponsible. Who are they? Republicans. Who are they? Democrats. Who are they? Virtually the whole body is careless and reckless with your money. So the money will not be offset by cuts anywhere. The money will be added to the debt, and there will be a day of reckoning. What's the day of reckoning? The day of reckoning may well be the collapse of the stock market. The day of reckoning may be the collapse of the dollar. When it comes, I can't tell you exactly, but I can tell you it has happened repeatedly in history when countries ruin their currency. All right, so the bottom line is it's about uh, Ken Cromar because he's being abused right now by the IRS. Steve Stockman, congressman, tried to stop it. He's in prison. And uh, you say, well, he didn't try to stop Ken's. Didn't he go to prison before Ken? Yeah, this isn't about just Ken. This is about all of us, folks. Freedom to fascism highlighted it. They're literally turning our government into a group of rogue agents. Folks, I kid you not. Um, Joe Bannister, agent for truth, highlights it. Aaron Russo highlights it. We've highlighted it. They've attacked me. They've attacked Ken. They've attacked Kurt Crosby relentlessly, too. They sold his brother's house on the court steps, and Kurt at least sold his own house, but they literally stole his house and livelihood from him as well. Any more on that before we go on, Kurt? Well, uh, just a quick, uh, the way we, uh, quote, got on the list, I guess you'd say, was uh, back in the early 90s, um, there was a presidential campaign uh, for a guy named uh, Bo Greitz. And the guy was, uh, well, uh, at the time, I thought, you know, great American, uh, you know, well, I still think that, but uh, he was America's most decorated Green Beret commander. Uh, he was basically uh, somebody who's standing up for his country, and I felt, hey, uh, this is America, you know. Uh, anybody can be president, uh, you know, and one of the pl- parts of his platform at that time in uh, 92, as I remember it, when uh, Ross Perot and a couple others were on the ballot, I think Clinton and Bush, um, you know, he 
gathered our, uh, I mean, we supported him and we were actually the leaders for the campaign here, mostly because of a uh, familiar, uh, our family was related uh, with some of the workers there and that's how we got chosen. But, uh, you know, <laughs> literally we were, uh, you know, on the stage at the Huntsman Center. Uh, I held the trash can so Bogrites could burn the UN flag and I realized that kind of put me on a list a little bit, uh, um, and uh, after that got uh, special treatment by the IRS. And anyway, that's hopefully a short story. Uh, <laughs> you were selected, just like World War II Nazi Germany. We're having a selection. Yeah. Sadly, this is true. So my notes for the show are really short today. But here's what they say: Guests Ken Cromar, Bob and Ken Cromar, Barb and Ken Cromar family. Attacked by the IRS rogue government officials, they seize and steal their home. All right, guest Richard Mack, CSPUA.org. That's all it says for the first hour. Second hour says guests Ken Cromar and Richard Mack interviewed continues. Rogue agents in government double down and engage in criminal acts. I mean, isn't that what we're talking about, Sheriff? Sam, uh, right before the break, I was just finishing a point. I want to finish that one. And that is what I just talked about. The Ken, and I, I'm sorry I didn't add the Kirk Crosbys. The Kirk Crosbys, the Ken Cromars, the Sam Bushmans, the Sam Gerard, uh George Hansen, uh, the Steve Stockmans. All of these people are uh, the, uh, the cartel's way, the government cartels, and Ed Griffin called it the same way I did, uh, the government thugs, the uh, conspiracy, uh, sorry, the secret combinations of our own government and the the cartels, they must keep us in line. They must have this looming fear over the rest of us. And they used you, uh, all of you, uh, and my dad included. My dad got audited and uh, attacked by the IRS. Just two years after he retired from the FBI, dedicated 35 years of his life to the federal government. And the reason they go after these people is about money and power and control. And if the IRS is, is, is going to be successful and if the secret combinations of our government and the cartels are going to be successful, they must rule by fear, and they do. And there's no better way to instill fear in the masses than by creating fake victims, false victims, out of false charges. They're real victims. Don't get me wrong. They are real victims. All of you can attest to that. But the thing of it is, they must create these uh, fake victims uh, who, who give a very real fear to the rest of America, including congressmen who want to stand and do what's right. And I believe that that's why Mike Lee is doing nothing. I believe that's why Rand Paul, who makes these big, big statements about the horrible things going on in our country, but still does nothing. And uh, so this is why. It is the fear factor. And it is why they are successful, because they rule by fear. And it's the reason why uh, Hitler was successful, and it's the reason why this government continues to flourish even though we know, and most American people know, that the IRS is evil and wrong and should not exist, 
uh, and that our $22 trillion debt is wrong and evil and should not exist, but they will continue to accept it because no one wants to say anything or do anything about it. Because May I jump in there? Please. Go ahead, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, no I was just going to say, uh, uh, Sheriff Mack, you just hit the nail right on the head. But you've also, uh, about what the forces of evil use as their tool. But when you know that fear is their only currency, that's where you begin to understand how to solve it all. In other words, if you have no fear of what it is that they could ever do, the worst thing they can do is kill me. Okay? Right. Great. You send me right to where I want to go, which is to stand for right and good, and, and, and thank you. You've done me a huge favor. But, I mean, that's not what I want, but when you get to that point, who is the most dangerous man on the battlefield? The one who says, I'm already dead, and, and has no fear, and can go and do crazy, amazing, Herculean things. So, the dark, deep state does exist. There's no question about that. It's, if you don't have eyes to see, listen to the news for the last two years, you'll never understand it. But it's real. It's there. And it even goes down to the local governments. Kurt is a neighbor, a couple of houses down. We've been involved in our city government, and it has shown corruption time and time again. For example, I went to go record videotape a public meeting. And they said, this isn't a public meeting. I said, well, wait a second. The mayor's here. There's five city council members here. There's even former city council members here all promoting a golf course in a public city building. And you're saying this isn't a public meeting? I was abused so much. One woman put her breasts in, in my camera. Uh, an, another former city councilman, a for, former city councilman, actually gestured that he was about to hit me. And it's like, are you kidding? I'm just sitting here videotaping. Finally, a police officer came, and I thought, oh my gosh, they're going to arrest me. Found out days later that what happened is is that uh, a young new city employee decided to call uh, the police for my protection, and <laughs> my. Well, and sad, sadly, it may have been necessary. Well, it's true. I actually asked, please walk me to the car. I'm not afraid of these people, but they need to be afraid of what they're doing and what they may do if they jump me in the parking lot. So, you know, it's, it, it, it really does come down to this. But let me just offer this a couple of quotes real quick. The only thing necessary for the triumph of evil is for good men to do nothing. And so... Let me. There's a quote from the film Miracles in God We Trust, that new documentary, that's really powerful. It says, if you don't know your rights, you don't have them. If you don't exercise your rights, they have no power. If you don't defend your rights and the rights of, of others, they will be taken from everyone. Therein is the formula. You have to stand for right and truth. And one last little quote real quick from, from the Savior himself. He says, in, in the New Testament, the devil has always been a murderer and has been and has never been on the side of truth because there is no truth in him. He is a liar and the father of all lies. Ladies and gentlemen, there you have it. This is an epic battle to which we all need to be engaged. Uh, Ken is certainly a casualty right now in this battle, except for the fact that he continues to get up. He continues to fight the good fight. Sam, let me interrupt for and with, a quick second on that, because because actually what the adversary doesn't realize that they've done is they've created a platform for a discussion to highlight everything they're doing. And we are in the circuit court, and we are heading to the Supreme Court, and we will have 
this this case and others combined and 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 highlighting the errors which are numerous and they're indefensible. The only question is, is will others stand up and join in the fight to highlight these things? And, and the only right. other question is, is the government so rogue right now mm-hmm. that it will just simply not let the process run its due course? Sheriff, you want to answer that one? Well, yeah, that's absolutely uh, true. Uh, they're just, if they make it so impossible for you to do anything about it, they fatigue you with so much abuse. You just give up. Well, or they just flat out uh, dismiss the case and reject it and refuse to hear it, uh, which is what they do often. But you know what? Some other folks went to court. The Muslims, the Council on American Islamic Relations, they went to court and they won. I'll tell you about it. And it relates to this 100%. I want to dedicate this song to Mr. Rupert Murdoch. Kirk Crosby, Ken Cromar, the good sheriff, Richard Mack, and Sam Bushman in the roundtable live. Two-hour Bonanza broadcast highlighting criminal activity by rogue agents within government. We're not saying the whole government's evil and corrupt. We're saying rogue agents have literally abused the process to the point where everybody's afraid to stand up. What we need now is we need everybody to fight the good fight by obedience to the law. We need to take them on in the courts. We need to take them on on the radio. We need to take them on with whistleblowers. We need to create accountability. We need our politicians to uh, highlight these issues. We need to fight every way possible. My way is not better than your way. We all need to get involved and lift where we stand, ladies and gentlemen, to solve this, in my opinion, constitutional crisis. Now, let me give you the point. They say politics makes strange bedfellows, and I guess this is true, because Ken and Sam and the good sheriff and Kurt are advocating for the government to stop these lists. That's how we started out the broadcast. I don't know what lists are what, and neither does anybody else except for inside government thugs, because, you know what, the Constitution would prevent them from creating these lists in the first place. Nevertheless, I highlight this strange bedfellow thing because the Council on American Islam or Islamic Relations scored a huge victory on Thursday with a federal judge ruling that the FBI's terror watch list violates the Constitution. You heard me. A judge just ruled that the FBI's terror watch list, so we know they got a terror watch list, that violates the Constitution. Judge Anthony Trenka, T-R-E-N-G-A, Trenga, of the Eastern District of Virginia, ruled in favor of 23 Muslim Americans who filed a lawsuit alleging that their inclusion on the terrorist screening database, violated their due process rights. Now, this list is called the TSDB. Terrorist. What is it? Let's see. Terrorist screening database, if you will. TSDB, okay. Trenka wrote in his 32-page opinion that the watch list was way too vague and infringed on the plaintiff's abilities to fly and to participate in other activities. The federal judge also agreed with the plaintiffs that the process for putting individuals on the watch list is done without proper methodology. An individual's placement into the watch list does not require any evidence that the person engaged in criminal activity committed a crime or will commit a crime in the future, Trinka wrote. In other words, no evidence is required. 
There's no methodology, and it's unconstitutional. TSDB, by the way, that's that database, the terrorist watch list, right? It's called TSDB. is not to be confused with a no-fly list. That's a different but more restrictive watch list that bars individuals from boarding airplanes. So don't get confused. Now, there's two lists we know for sure from this court case. Nevertheless, people on the TSDB can be restricted from entering or leaving the U.S. Yeah, it can even get them denied benefits from our government. Around 1.2 million people, the court case continues, were included on the government watch list in 2017. But don't worry. According to the New York Times, most of the people on the list are, quote, foreign nationals who live outside the U.S. There's only about 4,600 American citizens on that list. The Council on American Relations, that's called nicknamed CARE, which is referred to this as a Muslim registry, they call this a massive Win. They say their legal team has brought an end to the secretive government watch list. I guess it's a Muslim and a Patriot registry uh, is what we're now starting to have to call it there, Sheriff. Well, Sam, <laughs> it is amazing uh, that the uh, CAIR uh, has been successful where uh, the Ken Cromars and Steve Stockmans and so on and so on uh, have not been. And uh, I was just going to tell you, uh, Ken, to uh, maybe uh, contact the ACLU. Say, I lost my home. I've been abused and see what they do. Maybe put them on the spot. I, in fact, I want to do that also, Sam, for Sam Gerard and see if uh, they'll go to bat for us. Now, this is what I mean, strange bedfellows. We're talking about the Muslims asking for the same kind of relief that we are from these watch lists, from these abuse lists. And now we want to get with the ACLU. <laughs> surprise, surprise, huh? But, but I laugh because it's so crazy. But at the same time, I have to agree. What do you say, Ken? Uh, you know, I, I, if, you, if we're going to go down that line of thinking, we may as well call the Southern Poverty Law Center and see if George Soros will jump in, you know? <laughs> I mean, it's it's crazy, that, but but there probably is some wisdom in that. So I'm going to... Well, Morris Dees can't help you because out. he got caught being a racist and got kicked out, so Morris won't be able to help oh, you. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. That's correct. <laughs> so, uh, Kurt, do you want to chime in here? What do you say about this, though? This is about uh, everybody's case. Ken's being highlighted now. Uh, but even uh, a guy that worked for the FBI, Richard Mack's father, literally got abused by the IRS after 35 years of service. I mean, at some point, these whistleblowers need to understand it will turn on them in a second. Well, and the thing that I think is important for a lot of people to remember is this is a fight, ladies and gentlemen, that's been going on since the beginning of time. Yeah. It is a battle for freedom um, yeah. and liberty. Uh, there is, uh, you know, the the evil one who wants to force us to um, capitulate, I guess you'd say. And then there's the leader, the Prince of Peace, who gives us the opportunity to choose um, what to do. And, um, you know, our government was set up uh, as a... Uh, beacon of liberty 
And uh, those who did that and basically gave their lives, their sacred honor and their treasure, etc., to do that, um, well, I think beyond the veil, they demand our efforts at this time. And, and um, I, for one, uh, hope to be able to stand, you know, somewhere around there, uh, around them at one time and say, hey, we did the best we could in our time. Now, Wait, let me... That's a great comment, Kurt. Great comment. Let me highlight this, too, though, because this is where I believe the rubber meets the road in terms of the problem. Headline says, Obama Justice Department lets Lois Lerner walk free. You say, okay, well, Barack was a bad guy. Thanks for Trump being involved. Trump might get, you know, this thing solved. Not so fast. Headline says, Trump's DOJ won't pursue criminal charges against Lois Lerner. So now you got both presidents literally doing the same thing, Sheriff. They're both protecting Lois Lerner and the IRS. The FBI's protected. Comey walks. Okay, these rogue agents in government are being protected. And I guess my question is, at what point then, if we protect rogue agents, do, does the whole thing become rogue? Do you understand what I mean? If, if we have rogue agents and we have accountability and we stop it, then I get that the system works and, 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 hey, it's bad news, but at least we've got a handle. When the rogue agents have no accountability and the system literally refuses to rid themselves of the rogue agents, at what point do you got to call the whole thing rogue? Well, that's, what I'm, uh, that's the point I was going to make. A little while ago you said that we're not saying all government is corrupt. Your question pretty much leads to the to the opposite conclusion, because it's just as Ken said about uh, the Edmund Burke quote: uh, "All for evil to triumph is for good people to do nothing." Uh, that's it, because nobody in government is stopping any of this. Sam, nobody in positions of power are doing anything about this, and it, it makes them part of the problem. Some of them are well intentioned. But we all know where good intentions gets us. The road to hell is paved with good intentions. The road to corruption and injustice is paved with good intentions or with people who are cowards that will not do something about the injustice. Uh, How many times have we heard the quote, to see injustice and do nothing uh, makes injustice continue and it makes you part of the injustice? And, and so, no, we have got to do more. We need police. We need sheriffs. We need judges. We need city councilmen. We need mayors. We need county commissioners and governors and state legislatures to stand and do something about this. And yet, you, after you start looking at that, they're part of the problem. And, and, and so it's just too widespread. It's, it's too big. It's too ubiquitous. It's just absolutely everywhere. You're, the people that will say, I can't, your quote, Sam, your famous quote from Martin Van Buren, uh, your cause is just, but I can do nothing for you. He was guilty of it also. Amen to that. Now, here's the next headline. The Wall Street Journal writes an article, how Lois Lerner got a pass. And the answer is, they exalted the witness on his last day on the job and let him let him fly. They just ignored it. They just dismissed it. How do we get a redress of grievance, huh? 
Hey, listen up. This is a deep state alert. Former Texas Congressman Steve Stockman, who moved to arrest Lois Lerner for contempt of Congress, has been imprisoned by the very office that Lerner led. You heard right. Stockman hit the Obama administration hard, and they hit back with the full force of the federal government. The guy who said he wanted Mark Levin as Speaker of the House was the first to threaten Obama's impeachment, exposed Hillary's selling steel to the Iranians, and blocked both Obama's immigration and gun bills from even reaching the House. But Obama holdovers came after him in federal court with trumped-up charges and have locked our guy up. Like many others, he was on Obama's hit list. Steve fought for us in Congress. Now we need to fight for him. Don't abandon this wounded hero on the battlefield. Let's help cover his massive legal costs. To chip in five bucks or more, text the word FIGHT to 444-999. That's FIGHT, F-I-G-H-T, to 444-999. Or go to DefendAPatriot.com. That's DefendAPatriot.com. You know where the solution can be found, Mr. President? In churches, in wedding chapels, in maternity wards across the country and around the world. More babies will mean forward-looking adults, the sort we need to tackle long-term, large-scale problems. American babies in particular are likely going to be wealthier, better educated, and more conservation-minded than children raised in still-industrializing countries. As economist Tyler Cowen recently wrote, quote, by having more children, you're making your nation more populous, thus boosting its capacity to solve climate change. The planet does not need for us to think globally and act locally so much as it needs us to think family and act personally. The solution to so many of our problems at all times and in all places is to fall in love, get married and have some kids. It's hard to know whose place you'd rather be in. Lavoy Finnegan's dead. Ammon Bundy's no criminal activity at all, but you can't buy again. Well, I guess you can. Um, Aaron Russo's place, create a legacy movie before you pass away. Or would you rather be in Steve Stockman's case? You have your home. Your wife can stay in it, but you're in jail. Or a Ken Cromar's case, where the government just flat out takes your home with no due process. Uh, or Sam Gerard, Right? You, you, you're a good guy, and you sell some salve to help people with their skin. And before you know it, you're in prison, and, 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 and the people that love you, they don't even have IDs because they're, well, it's against their religious beliefs. They don't really want to belong in government and be involved or anything else. Uh, and, and these people don't have it. Now they're basically denying even visitation rights for these people which situation is worst i don't know and i'm not trying to debate that but i am trying to highlight lois lerner runs free wall street journal talks about how she got a pass okay the council on islamic foreign relations is fighting this battle this is becoming an epic multi-pronged battle for everyone ken yes no i i was just so impressed with the sheriff max comments and 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 groping for the solutions how do we how do we solve this so we need to go back and look at what actually has succeeded. I mean, it wasn't a pretty picture, mind you, but in the Bundy case, what happened, Ammon Bundy and company, they had a whistleblower who who came in and, and behind provided the documents of what was actually going on from, from the government side, and that had the entire case thrown out. So frankly that's what I, we took a cue from that and when we went to washington dc to the national press club to do that do and we recorded what we did uh even though nobody was there 
but we announced that there's a $12 million reward for the whistleblower or whistleblowers who actually bring forward the information that leads to a conviction of the government and the judge and the IRS agents who have uh, denied us our due process and even a hearing and have stolen our home despite the laws that require a hearing, even within the paperwork that is tacked to my door. So whistleblowers, wherever you're at out there, pay attention and give us the information and help us from behind the scenes. Leak it out so that we can actually uh, – um, erode this thing from the inside is my suggestion as a possible help. Oh, I, I want to mention one other thing. Real yes, quick. it's There's one of the many possible helps, though. Go ahead, sir. Yeah. There are people out there that are listening right now going, I don't know what to do. I've got the IRS on my tail. Well, check this out. Go to irszoom.com. That's irszoom.com. Zoom, Z O O M? Yes, just okay. like a. Yeah, irszoom.com. There's a lot of fantastic, helpful, airtight, legal help there that's very inexpensive, very inexpensive. That's how I began my battle, um, and, and because I was pro se, I needed help. And they also offer what's called the American Tax Bible that is only $50, and the American Tax Bible has a website called americantaxbible.com. For 50 bucks, you can get 800 pages of legal pleadings that will just leave these judges and prosecutors in such a, a commotion that they won't even let you into the court. I mean, because they know that you know what you're saying is right. They have to let us in, and we are going to keep pounding that door until we get in. But there's some helps for people who may be out there trying to figure out what to do in their own cases. So irszoom.com and americantaxbible.com. All right, this is critical, ladies and gentlemen, because I don't want people to feel paralyzed. I don't want people to just double down in fear. I want people to be empowered here, and I want to think positively, though. I don't want the whole thing to go rogue. But I do believe we're at a little bit of a crossroads in America, a little bit of a pinnacle. Either we're going to not stand up and the thing is going to go rogue. We've already seen the tipping point where Lois walks, uh, Steve Stockman goes to jail, uh, and we've seen them literally uh, avoid... Well, for example, uh, in um, Ammon Bundy's case, the judge dismissed it, so Ammon's free and no criminal charges of any kind. But yet there's no accountability for the rogue agents, right, that the judge is so furious with. Okay, same thing, uh, for example, with Randy Weaver. Hey, Lon Horiuchi, the sharpshooter that murdered his wife with a baby in her arms. She was unarmed. Okay, there was no accountability there. So we're letting no accountability. We're letting these secret combinations and these abuses get above us, Sheriff. And the only way is for good people to stand up and stop it. And I don't believe there's a single way. I think what you're doing at the Constitutional Sheriffs and Peace Officers Association is one great way. What we're doing on the radio is one great way. What the, uh, believe it or not, the Muslims are doing in the courts is one great way. What um, Ken Cromar is doing is one great way. What Steve Stockman was trying to do in Congress uh, is one great way. The Freedom to Fascism movie by Aaron Russo was one great way. We're all participating in our own way, but there's got to be more of us. That's the clarion call, Sheriff. Well, it is, Sam, and you're right. There is. Uh, we hope that everybody joins some sort of way to counter this. Uh, one thing I find disheartening, if not discouraging, is that there's so many groups out there, and they are also doing nothing. And uh, so that, that really concerns me. Uh, I'll be happy to join with any group that's out there uh, to stand for the... Uh, uh, stand against the injustice that has been done to the Cromars 
and to the Stockmans and to the Gerards and and so on. But Sam, what's really sad is even before we got involved with Ken's home being taken away from him, for three years now we've been involved in trying to help Sam Gerard. And who has joined us and who is helping? And, Virtually uh, nobody. A few people have put their names tokenly to support us, and I'm grateful for that. But by and large, there's been no grand push except for Sam and Richard Mack and Kurt and a few people. We've done our best, but the, but it's very limited. Most of them just simply say, great cause. I, I agree with you. It's important. It's important. It's important. It's vital. And then nothing ever comes from it, or they never take the next steps towards action. Right. The, well, these other groups say, well, well, well we totally support you. And then you ask them to do something. Well, we're really busy standing for liberty over here. And, 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 and we'll do it after the election, or we'll do it after this or that. There's always some issue that takes center stage and, and it simply shoves this to the side. What's next in your case, then? Uh, you're homeless right now, right, Ken? Yes. Yes, I am. Well, when I say homeless, we've we've been living on the good graces of, of friends and neighbors. Uh, we even lived in a camper uh, briefly um, before the city came in and said, no, you can't habitate a, ca- a camper. Uh, that'll cost the, the homeowner there $100 a day and up to six months in jail. Wow. It wasn't even in the street. It was on their own property. But we are we are being blessed. Every day, the good Lord has provided us little miracles that tell us that he is standing beside us, and we know and where do people go to donate? Thank you. Miracles in God We Trust is where we are making our blue uh, Blu-ray available, but there is a place to make donations to the cause of miraclesingodwetrust.com. And uh, PayPal, Visa, whatever, it's all available there. And um, we're, we're hiring an attorney this morning, actually, and he's famous. He's done a great job in helping other freedom fighters, and uh, we're on our way. We've been talking with the Attorney General's office, Senator Lee's office. We're doing everything we can from our end, and we are getting attention. And uh, with your prayers out there, uh, maybe we can help make some good things happen. And at the very least, uh, you could buy these Blu-rays or be a donation and uh, send them off to your elected officials. You might call Senator Lee's office and let them know about the Cromar case and that you're interested and want their attention on it. You may call uh, the Utah Attorney General's office and talk about how the uh, the judge has actually stepped out of his jurisdiction and into the jurisdiction of the state of Utah. Now that they've made a judgment, they have to work with the state, and we're trying to make sure that that happens and stop this sale of our property on Tuesday the 10th, on the courthouse steps in Salt Lake City. If anybody wants to be there, it's 351 South West Temple. Uh, Stan Ellsworth plans to be there, the guy from American Ride, the Emmy uh, Award-winning television show, as does Ammon Bundy. He plans to be there, and there will be others. And uh, we're just going to stand peacefully for the cause of uh, freedom. And And when is this date again? Pray for miracles. the, The auction begins at 11. They start taking cashier's checks from bidders at 10.30, but we plan to be there at 9 a.m. So Tuesday, 9 a.m., at the courthouse steps in Salt Lake City, we can uh, have a peaceful stand for liberty and hope to see whoever can make it. It's in Salt Lake City? Isn't that the wrong county? Yes. I bring that up because what about county jurisdiction there, Sheriff? Uh, I was a little bit surprised by that, but if it's federal, I guess they think they can do it anywhere. I'm surprised. Well, they just do it in D.C. then. 
yeah, go to D.C. That's what I'm saying. But that's exactly what the Founding Fathers said in the 27 abuses in the Declaration of Independence, that they take us out of our jurisdiction and go over to London to try us for things committed here. I guess that's a a little bit Al Gore's just an inconvenient truth there, Sheriff. Yeah. (laughs) Miracles in GodWeTrust.com, ladies and gentlemen. Is God dead? Do miracles happen anymore? America's college students have questions. Our nation's birth and freedom did not happen by accident, ladies and gentlemen. They prayed for miracles in their day, and we must do the same for ours. But you got to get on your knees and pray, and then you got to get up and do something about it. This historical reality may not be taught in our schools, folks, but it absolutely is taught in this incredible award-winning documentary film. The website, miraclesingodwetrust.com. That's the website if you want to get the Blu-ray DVD. That's also the website if you want to donate and help Ken uh, deal with these rogue thugs uh, in government that are flat out out of control. We've appealed to the sheriff. We've appealed on the radio. We've appealed in the courts. We've done everything we can for a redress of grievance. But the bottom line that I can see is they're saying to us, I don't know if your cause is just or not. I don't even care to look. Or some are saying your cause is just, but I can do nothing for you. And others are saying you don't have any rights, Ken. And the bottom line is the Cromars are homeless as a result of these rogue agents, not even on a criminal case, but on a civil dispute between the IRS and Ken Cromar. They claim he's not paying his fair share. He claims he's paid all the EOs. They claim, well, you know what? What do you plead to these charges? What do you, how do you plead? He says, what charges? They refuse to answer as they continue to auction off his home. What, this Tuesday at 11 o'clock in Salt Lake City, they're going to literally auction off his home, which means at that point it will be irreversible, right? Well, I just learned yesterday from somebody who called in offering to buy the house that was just a realtor. That turns out they don't understand that they can't do that. But nevertheless, they explained that there's 120 days before the sale is final. So there apparently will be some time, but we're, we, we, we are looking for a miracle. Uh, along the lines of the parting of the Red Sea. We trust in God, and if this is his cause, we've done all we know how to do, and we expect miracles. We, we have ex- made a, a explicit act of faith here, and we invite others to do it with us, you know? And uh, so, yeah, that's how these things happen. We're looking for a parting of the Potomac or the parting of the Great Salt Lake, so to speak, because that's what it'll take in dealing with these people who are of the deep state and servants of the darkness. And uh, so we're, we're, we're going to stand with light and truth. We're going to talk about it. And I uh, hope you all can be there Tuesday, starting at 9 a.m. at the court, courthouse steps in Salt Lake City, District Court. All right, we'll try to get you on on Monday or Tuesday to kind of highlight it for a couple of minutes and refresh people's memories so you they can uh, show up, etc. Keep us posted, Ken. Our pleasure with you yeah, and your family. Thank you so sir. much. Sheriff, do you have a final word? God bless us as we stand for liberty, and God bless the Cromars and all the others abused by our government. Amen. Kurt, final comment? God bless America and the world. Let's make it better. Like they say in The Wizard of Oz, ladies and gentlemen, it's about courage. Got to have courage, ladies and gentlemen. We got to stand for the sacred cause of liberty. We're doing our very best, and thanks for your support at libertyroundtable.com. We declare this nation shall endure. God save the Republic of the United States of America.